super evil, bro. I wonder, I wonder where they are. Like Arthur now, Caillou now, right? Mm. Oh, Caillou's probably dead. He had cancer. Was that verified? (laughs) Yes, very much. Caillou had cancer. That's why he was bald. That's what everybody said. That's why he was bald. (laughs) Yeah. Yo, that's tragic. That's so sad. It's just like a like a theory. No, I truly believe it. Why but it makes is a, a, a four-year-old bald? bald. <laughs> but he has <laughs> a little bit of hair. Nah, that uh, he has zero hair. Yo, someone, yo, I'm Googling this. Hold up. Wait. It's, I think it's a theory that exists. Okay, but why the hell was Lil Bill bald too? What is that? What does that wow. mean? Did oh. he have cancer too? Or did the animation people just not have enough budget for <laughs> hair? <laughs> for hair? <laughs> to just draw a little <laughs> hair. But you could draw stripes on a shirt. Get it together. Wow. <laughs> could have given, pla- given him a plain they shirt with some hair. They didn't have the right. option for the very, very tiny pencil. You know what I mean? <laughs> Maybe. I mean, it was like the <laughs> 90s, right? Strokes. Yeah. yeah. A Little Bill was kind of a funny show, though, not gonna lie. I can't remember Little Bill. I like just that. know that I laughed occasionally. Yeah. <laughs> you know <laughs> which? No way you remember the Hamlet. I memories trash. No, no, no. But I, but I remember Little Bill. You know what okay. show pissed me off? What show? As a child, I was seething. <laughs> Dora. Oh, Why? Wow. Where is the mountain? It's right behind <laughs> you. <laughs> you. You was that. Like, I was laughing. so. I'm like, it's right behind <laughs> you. Can you just turn around? I actually don't remember watching Dora at all. You guys remember as a Cl- kid. Clifford the Big Red Dog? Oh, oh that, that was, was that was that, was that yeah. show. No, I really liked the one with the dragons. Dragon tales, dragon tales. Oh it's my god! It's almost time for dragon, dragon tales. tales. Come lit. along you guys and take that, my that, hand. That original. Oh, okay, I'll, I'll say original something, but from this time, but it really doesn't. You know, Zoom. Like those group of like it was like a real life show with people. Uh, I've heard of it. I don't it think like, I watched uh, it. Zoom. Ah, there was like a bunch of kids. And was it on? Uh, it was Nickelodeon. No, no, no. It was like was it, it was like PBS, mm. and it was like a bunch of gr- a group of people doing like little challenges. Ah, Zoom. Nah. It's called Zoom or something like that. Nah, you don't remember? No. Okay. Cyber Chase was my Cyber Chase. Cyber Chase. Oh. That's what I was about to mention. Yo, Cyber Chase. We're yeah. moving. We're bringing it. <laughs> 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 LOL. Yo, we're getting, no. we getting deep. Yeah, I was younger than I was like that. Six, that was like six, yeah, five, that was PBC, right? yeah, that was yeah. P- PBS. 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 That could mean Hammond used no to get along and watch the same TV shows, mm. and then we got cable and you know, the wars, yeah, <laughs> and then, then we got and then we got the Saturday morning cartoons, the Cartoon Network. We used to Power Oh my god Power Rangers I would Yu-Gi-Oh! want Disney Channel Yu-Gi-Oh dude Yu-Gi-Oh was my thing I actually liked Yu-Gi-Oh That Yu-Gi-Oh's one I was watching I used to watch yeah. that Yo man He had yeah, the cards too Send us away though Send us yeah. away real quick so Let's start the podcast And welcome back to our podcast guys It's the Honesting Hour With the H crew It's me Hamud What's up gang It's Hamud Yo it's Hamza the Truth And this is Sincerely Honest Yo How ambition wise what, what have we done this week Where have we like, um, What have we what have you accomplished? Honestly, I have completed one assignment so far. Hey, that's dope. <laughs> okay, that's better than <laughs> nothing. Not, we, you don't want us to ask out of how many, right? Yeah. We, we don't, celebrate we don't, the we one. Gonna, we're going to keep it at one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There you go. Round of applause. Great. Right. Small <laughs> steps. Small <laughs> steps equal a big journey eventually. Gang, gang. Mm-hmm. Let's round. Um, so I started, I bought, um, I got some stuff ready for like finding clients. Started setting up stuff. Okay. So hey. I can like. Great. So I can like actually start talk because I like, need to talk to people to get clients, mm-hmm. but you need clients to talk to first. So I'd start setting that up and uh, got that set up. But now I just got to start talking to people. We have faith in you. You will talk to people. Inshallah. <laughs> Inshallah. Inshallah. And you're going to take us out this hood. Bro. Hansa, what about you? We know you did some hey man, really this, good hey this man, week. Hey, man, this week was nice. You know what I'm saying? 
I released one of the spoken word pieces. I oh. didn't see Sweet Super Soul. Super fire. Snap, snap, really? snap, snap, snap. Mashallah, it was outstanding. It was beautiful. Mashallah. I can give you, I didn't see Sweet Soul. Ooh. Bars. Jose. Yeah, that, like, while, rec- like, I recorded that, and then I was editing it. And I edited, like, for, like, six, eight hours. Wow. And most people were like, yo, it was so catchy. It was in their head, and they watched the video once. Imagine how long that was in my head. Dude, mm. that was in my head the entire day, bro. bro yeah. For a whole week, that was in my head. Oh, they, yeah. <laughs> I was just sad, bro. <laughs> yeah, it's some sad stuff. But um, that that's big one. Yo, been hitting the gym again. You know what I'm saying? My ankle, I had a little ankle situation. It's not little, it's very major. <laughs> yeah. yeah so I, I fractured my ankle, but now I'm finally out of crutches, so I can go back to the gym. So that's, that's alhamdulillah. That's something. a win. That's mm-hmm. a win, straight mm-hmm. up. So this is, hey, man. This week's been a W, but you know what I mean? A lot. Next week, might, you know what I'm saying? It might be an L, but we wishing for only W. So let's see. <laughs> so hopefully you guys, whatever you guys writ, wrote, like wrote down this week, what you guys were going to do, you guys eventually accomplished it. Because, mm. man, yo, every week we just want one. Like, hold on, you did one assignment, right? Yeah, man. And we proud as hell. So, yo, right. hey, if you picked up the pen and wrote one line, it's just like, yo, I'm doing this, and you halfway did it, hey, you halfway finished. That's a win. Period. <laughs> And yo, this week, yo, we got a guest, Alhamdulillah, but we gonna need your beautiful voice to introduce this amazing individual to the left of me real quick. <laughs> so today we have the wonderful, the amazing, oh, <laughs> the intellectual, intellectual, yes. Fatia Ahmed. Ooh. Okay. Hey, yo, round of applause, round of applause, but I can't even talk, bro. I'm so shaking, boy. Yes. Hey, why do we, why, why are you here? Also known as Wa'ani Gudarda. She does have a nickname. We call her Wan. She's so like Wan, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> like they knew, they knew when she came out to me. Oh, this girl's gonna be This is gonna be a Wan. This is gonna be a Wan. Doesn't Wan mean something good? Yeah, it's like, it's synonymous with like Fian. Wow, that's little mm. you. Wow. Wow. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> oh, that is so nice. Hey, your mom. Your mama knew. She knew it. Wan. Yeah. MashaAllah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, so you, the reason I, we invited you here was because you're doing something different in the Somali community. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Not a lot of people do what you want to do. Mm-hmm. And inshallah, what you're going to do. Yeah. And hopefully what you're going to accomplish. Because, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? There, there's a lot on your shoulders. You know <laughs> oh, I mean? dang. The whole ummah. The whole, the whole ummah <laughs> is, is riding on your shoulders. Dang. Right okay. You are working or planning on working in a field that can change people's lives, literally. Inshallah. For the, inshallah, for the better, hopefully. Yeah. Hope, like, emotionally. Mm-hmm. Financially. You know, because you know, financially, yeah, can that's help a big people, one. yeah. And also, like, we need you straight up. So, if you could introduce yourself and what you do, and right now, and yeah. what you want to do for this audience, okay? Yeah, so my name is Fatia, but everybody calls me Wan. I graduated from the U of M with a bachelor's in family social science. And that was basically like learning all about families, family systems, couples, um, like policies that affect families, anything related to families and family relationships. And then now I'm in graduate school for marriage and family therapy. So I hope to one day, um, you know, in the way future, get my own practice and essentially just be a marriage and family therapist for Muslim and Somali couples and families. Okay, so the question is, what? <laughs> <laughs> what made you decide to get into this? Yeah, I've always uh, had, you know, in general, like mental health is a big thing. And we have actually, mashallah, a lot of Somali and Muslim mental health practitioners. So mm-hmm. 
they there are a lot of different titles like we have licensed alcohol and drug counselors we have um counseling psychologists i wanted i i really enjoy relational things Mm -hmm. so intimate partner relationships uh, parent-child relationships sibling relationship fam relationships with your immediate and extended family all that type of relational stuff i really enjoy Mm -hmm. so i knew i wanted to go into the mental health field and then when i found out there was a specific field related to marriage and family i said that's that's me (laughs) yeah x marks the spot yeah and how long have you been on that journey i just started and then i started in august so i'm only two months in you know newbie barely therapist but what I'm learning is very interesting, and I can't wait to get deeper into the program. Will you open up your own practice or, you know, find a company? Yeah, that I think, well, so at first, when you finish the program, you have to work towards f- licensure, mm-hmm. and you have to work under someone else. Oh, okay. They're going to supervise you. So th- I would be doing that for, like, anywhere from two to five years, depending on how long it takes me. Um, but then after that, once I become fully licensed, I can work by myself wherever I want. So yeah, inshallah, the goal is, you know, I have this big dream of having like one big facility where we have all Muslim practitioners, because I think Mm. that is very beneficial, Mm -hmm. um, to have like, you know, we can have a psychiatrist, which is an actual doctor. Mm -hmm. We can have a marriage and family therapist. We can have a licensed alcohol and drug counselor. We can have genetic counselors we can have all these whoa, different whoa. what's a genetic counselor yeah genetic counseling is basically people that are um trained in genetics mm-hmm. as a science and also um counseling so they basically um they learn all the science behind genetics and they counsel people who maybe want to know how their genes will affect their future children Mm. yeah to a certain extent it's a little like it can get to a point where it's kind of un-islamic because some Mm. people when they find out oh you have a high chance of having a child that will have autism Mm -hmm. or down syndrome they'll decide okay i'm gonna abort this child because i don't want to deal i don't want to you know be i don't want to care for it because that's a lifelong commitment for the parent as well not only is your child sick but the parent is thinking I don't think I can sign up for a life of taking care of my child for that long. And then they, you know, end up aborting. So it can, yeah, it can get to a point where it's not good but in general g- yeah genetic counseling is a field isn't there a thing you know read some more in b- about this. yeah <laughs> isn't there a thing where like people can like decide what type of like kid they even want like i want to yeah what's I want it a kid called with, like uh, blue eyes and like athletic yeah, yeah. six two kid yeah I, there's a term for that it's not i was gonna say sugar baby but that is oh, not no. the that's right definitely not the right word phrase Absolutely. um not. it is it's not barbie it's there's a word for it. I can't, if somebody can search it up real quick. It's oh, I don't didn't even know what to yeah. search. <laughs> like customizing your own baby. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a thing wild. now. Yeah. But, but wouldn't they have to be able to take these genes from your genetic pool? Like they can't just put blue eyes on your child if you don't have blue eyes in your genes, wow. right? I have no idea, to mm. be honest with mm. you. Yeah. Maybe they like, they have someone else have your kid or something like that. Like, hey, this like person's compatible with you. Maybe. No. I'm not sure. I don't know. Wait, like okay. So question, surrogates. This might be super off topic, <laughs> but like, do they have anything to do with the baby's genetics? I don't, I don't think so because if they, it's their egg, it, but then it wouldn't be a surrogate then. 
What would it be than an egg donor? <laughs> yeah, then they would just have a sperm donor. But like surrogates are used for people, women who can't carry their own child. So they get their eggs taken out and then their husband or spouse or no, whatever. No, I'm, I'm saying right. the woman, so you're thinking of so you, like, okay. Just if implant the fertilized Im- egg Implant, the yeah, the sperm yeah. and the egg into a third party. Yeah, that's but what a surrogate is. So but what, like is a, what is a, what is a, what is the name of a woman who gives her egg like Mm -hmm. the like let's say a guy and a girl are married the woman is barren she can't have kids so they take a random lady's egg and his sperm and put it in the third lady i don't know wouldn't it be like just someone in your family then like a like a sister would donate an egg or something i don't know because otherwise you can just adopt right yeah (laughs) true that's wow. complicated. That's why Very we have scholars. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we don't know anything about this. <laughs> these, are, these are just our ideas. Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, it's really, really interesting genetics. Wow. Mm-hmm. Genetic counseling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a, it's a, a very, um, like prestigious and and hard to get into field. And yeah, I thought I was gonna do it. <laughs> <laughs> Let me reconsider. <laughs> we'll talk about it later. <laughs> yeah. So where would you open up your own practice, inshallah? When yeah. the time came i would i would definitely want to do it in the twin cities because yeah. it yeah we have a lot of not only we have a lot of muslim and somali people but this place is rich with like i think more and more people are just becoming muslim mm-hmm. and more and more people are really trying to practice islam mm-hmm. and that then leads them to be like okay i want to get married i want to do the islamic way i want to have kids what are what's the etiquette of having children like what are the the guidances in our deen and having children i think more people are becoming are trying to do things in their life mm-hmm. according to islam oh, mashallah. yeah so if, if that's the case then you know you get into a marital dispute what's the most appropriate islamic way to go about this mm-hmm. you know so i do want to have that islamic side as well as the secular side where i can mm-hmm. counsel people but also do it in a way that won't compromise their deen basically okay yeah so what advice would you give to um <laughs> young couples who <laughs> want to get married Oh right dang! <laughs> I as a newbie, as barely a newbie. therapist. Yep, but you you have more insight than the rest of us here. I guess. True. Yeah. So, what advice would I give them? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, I always I'm very big about people having their own connection with Allah before they get married. Mm-hmm. Like, establish yourself and your relationship with your Lord before you add a third party into it, because Marshall. you're always gonna like. This is gonna be your partner. Mm-hmm. And you're going to always see them. You're going to always be living with them. But you should always have in your heart, like, there's, there should be a deep part of your heart that nobody, that only belongs to Allah, that no human being can touch type of thing, you know? Mm-hmm. So establishing that, you don't have to be the best Muslim right. to get married. You should be a basic Muslim, yes. You mm-hmm. should have your salah down, your, you know, somebody that fasts, all that stuff. But beyond, beyond that, have a good, like, your own individual connection with Allah. Facts. Mm-hmm. I think this is good for people who assume that when they get married, they'll become a better Muslim mm-hmm. because of their partner, right? Yeah. And that's, I mean, in a way that could help you, but yeah. you should never put that on somebody, Facts. you know? Yeah. You can have like an accountability partner, mm-hmm. like for like anything, like a group project, for accountability partner, someone that's saying, hey, did you do this? But unless you actually do the things, like yeah. no one can really force you to do anything. That's right. true. Yeah. You see that a lot in friends when they... They're all, and it's a beautiful thing, like having companionship in mm-hmm. in the dean. Like, 
they're they'll all be like bro like i really want to let's change our lives bro like I you know we've been, <laughs> it's really ad it's cute honestly yeah. bro we got to change our lives like we got we got to be on our salon let's go to fajr let's be, be friends you know trying to be friends in gender <laughs> and they they all come together and it's beautiful but then what happens is your dean becomes tied to these friends mm-hmm. and then when one of the friends or a few of the friends fall off then you fall off and that's not good mm-hmm. you should be like more you should be emotionally and islamically intelligent enough to say dang my bro is struggling i'm gonna try to pull him up but his struggle is not my struggle yes that's what people need to understand yeah that's what i need to understand <laughs> 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 I take that advice. for real question though do you feel like th- there's a checklist before you get married like like just a before you commit for you or for the person for both like you can you could say for the said person and then mm-hmm. the other person as well i think it, it depends on you like if you're somebody who you're like i do not want to get married until i finish my bachelor's degree that's some that's one of my goals that's that's you do do you you know there's nothing wrong with that um if you're like i want to maybe you're like a really unhealthy person i really want to get healthy before i get married because i want to be my optimal health when i have kids i want to be able to run around at the park with them have a lot of energy that's your goal you know you do that so it's really customizable and obviously in what you're looking for in a spouse is also very different for each person you know so there's some characteristics you should look for in a spouse you mean like a general like just a general like yo this is said you could be potentially a good person yeah or like yo this person is just lost in a sauce like i know <laughs> like let's say in this in our generation mm-hmm. i know quite a few people that got married because it, it was the wave you know what i'm saying yeah and then within a few months it was a divorce yeah so it's and i honestly thought we we're gonna be the generation to break that stigma of just mm-hmm. like somali Somali people just not being able to stay in a committed relationship. Dang, that's deep. I'm so lucky. No, you know, I get deep sometimes. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes. That's a deep reflection. Deep. <laughs> but I honestly thought we was going to be the generation. I also thought I was, we were going to be the generation to be better fathers. And you know what I'm saying? That's mm-hmm. being it's broken. And te- yeah, it's mm-hmm. getting teared up right now. But yeah. how, like, let's say for a young, like, let's say there's a person listening to right now. Mm-hmm. And they're in a position of just like, yo, I'm with someone. I'm wishy-washy if they're the right person. Mm-hmm. First is Dean. Mm-hmm. But how do you feel like, like, is there any tips you can give them on some, like, to reassure them that, yo, you might be, you might be on the right track or, yo, this person <laughs> might be on, lost on the sauce? I don't think that's something that I could say for, like, I can, you know, be out here and giving, like, saying, oh, if he's honest, if he's not honest and he's shady, you know, drop him or if he's... Tell me, why is it automatically the niggas? <laughs> 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 oh, what can I say? <laughs> I'm a girl, you know? Um, but yeah, I can say, like, yeah, there are universal characteristics that we as humans love and even as Muslims is very admirable. Honesty, mm-hmm. how compassion. About, compassion, all, th- all these beautiful... Communication. Communication. I ain't throwing shit on nobody, but just <laughs> like... That's I'm huge. Just saying, yo, yeah. talk, talk. <laughs> yeah, like being a, being a cooperative, kind person, like all these things are great and everybody knows that consider it but at the end of the day the only person or being that knows what's best for you and your future is allah Mm -hmm. so istikhara the salah of like decision making is a very big thing that i tell anyone in any not even just marriage marriage yes very important in anything you want to do you make a decision and you pray istikhara because at the end of the day nobody you can 
you know, we can all say, I want my life to go this way and we can have plans, but Allah's plan will always reign supreme over your plan, Mm -hmm. you know, and nobody will know, like maybe your mom sees this guy and she's like, "Mm, there's some things wrong with him, but you don't see it, but, or you don't see it, or maybe this person will change you for the better or something, Mm -hmm. you know, like something that you and maybe other people can't see that Allah knows will happen five, 10 years down the line, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's really important to, connect like i mentioned before have your own connection with allah where you can in any situation especially marriage as well to ask him and say hey i i'm i want i'm in a relationship with this person if it's good for me essentially the dua is you made a decision and you're saying if it's good for me make it easy for me put barakah in it for me and make it happen for me yeah and if it's not good for me then take it away from me take me away from it ego for gay. bring me good <laughs> wherever it may come and make me pleased with that good maybe maybe you know another nigga gonna come around yeah maybe Question. it could another be yeah. one more mm-hmm. one more from from how did it shoot mm. and this is for any of y'all holding you looking at me like you about to burst out laughing <laughs> I, I just I, know something's gonna no, come out of your mouth it's, it's, I'm, I'm asking a question that people want to hear okay, okay. Is there such thing as love? Damn, it got quiet. Mm. <laughs> so my um, what is it? Instinct is to say absolutely not. But like love doesn't exist. Period is what you're saying. Yeah, Holland doesn't have a heart. Yep. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but, what do you mean? But, what do you mean by love? But though? you guys, like, but but it depends. That's the answer. It depends. Like like the American like Westernized like commoditized love? love or like the like brotherly love like fam- familial Brother, like 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 there's like deep into this just <laughs> in general. When you with somebody, do you believe there's love? Eventually. Yeah, I don't think there's love at first sight. Yeah. There's like like at first sight. Mm. Like yeah, I res- I respect you. I want to I like yeah, but I don't think there's like you can't be like I love you. Yeah. I, you ain't bro. Nev- you ain't never see someone who's like I love you. <laughs> sure but like so it's not then, like so you just but it's not, that's sure. not i don't think that's like love though so hamza are you asking does love exist period or are you asking is there love before marriage both is there such thing as love with somebody i understand there's unconditional love as in child parent yeah sibling sometimes if you don't hate that nigga mm. but with a person can there be love ever Hey, that's up to you. To After I love maybe. exists. Like so that's you believe undi- love exists? Of course. That's yeah, an yeah. undeniable fact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Yeah. SubhanAllah. Mm-hmm. Of course. I think you can grow to love someone. Dope. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Of course. I was just asking. Because there's some people <laughs> okay, that... Do you I, believe no. love exists? <laughs> yeah. No, no, right. no. I believe love exists. But I've heard several times from like several people that, yo, like... It's just... It's you, just a partnership? It's a partnership. Like, like yeah, no, there's no emotional ties to that person? Then they just haven't loved them yet or they just... They haven't loved them yet. So you can marry someone... Not love them yet, and it'll take time. One hundred percent. Yeah, of yeah, course. That's how love. That's how love works. Very no? common. Yeah. Wow. There's love no way. Love is a muscle, right? One hundred percent. Love is a muscle, bro. <laughs> bro. Right. So you can never fall out of love unless you work. No, on you can. No, you. you have that's just, a whole just, other question. Just like if, mm. just like if you don't go to the gym, bro, you gonna lose your muscles. Mm. You gonna lose. You gonna lose. Love you, is a muscle. you gonna lose your love muscle, but you gotta work on it. It's so like. So what kind of work do you think applies to it? So you take. How do you work out love? You take a rose. And you lift it up like a bicep. <laughs> <laughs> you do reps with the rose. You do bicep curls with roses. No, you uh, you have to. It's a lot of it is about communications. Of like, okay, I, this is what makes me happy. Mm. I like when people tell me, 
you did a great job. <laughs> so words of affirmation. Exact words of affirmation. Oh or my like God, I have a follow up question. Mm-hmm. So do you think it's important to understand your partner's love language? One hundred percent, bro. Absolutely. How about your own love language? You have to know your own. One hundred percent. Yeah. I feel like you got to know what you want for sure. Yeah, exactly. You can't love someone until you love yourself. That that it's wow. like a cliche line, but it's like <laughs> every time I hear, I but it's so it's so, tr- it's it so true. It's like, so tell true. Tell me I'm pretty, bro. That's all I want to know. Yeah, but some people are not like that. Some I know. people I they gotta find somebody. To tell <laughs> me some people like touch. Some people. Do you guys like know gifts. your love language? Because I I know mine. I took the test. That's good. <laughs> what are they? Huh? What are they? My love language. Yeah, what's the mm-hmm. website by the way? So these. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I have to I believe it's like five love languages dot com or something like that. We got a potential marriage counselor. Exactly. Off the top of her head. What the website I give is? it yeah. to a lot of people so they can take it. <laughs> Mine um, is 100% quality time. Oh, mm. It's beautiful. Yeah, I truly enjoy spending time with people mm-hmm. I love. Aww. So I believe that's my love language. That's dope. Yeah. Well, do you have another one? Because usually then, it's two, right? So that was like it, they're highest. ranked. Oh. Yeah. That was like 90%. Mm. And then the closest to it was that's 70%. And I think that was like words of affirmation. Mm. So like telling you they love you or you're doing Call them you so nice. Yeah. You. you just want to be around people and just have <laughs> people just tell you I love you. Yeah. I, I would love that. I would <laughs> smile from ear to ear, bro. <laughs> my, oh, really? least, my least one was was gifts. Same. And yeah, that was not my highest either. Um, I took it too. I'm not really affectionate. Hold on, that's what you go for. Deadass, bro. Don't hold my hand, man. Uh, but, but sit next to me for don't like sit next to me two hours. Yeah. Tell me you love me. Tell me you love me, man. Exactly. Right? Yeah. What about you, Hamlet? Uh, mine was kind of more flipped. I think. Um, Buy me gifts and touch me. No, yeah, I think <laughs> no. Gifts was also last, but I think touch me was also first, or s- quality timing touching me were like first and second. So you mm-hmm. want to watch Netflix and cuddle, bro? That sounds like a great time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's dope. Hamza, what would you think yours is? Mine Have you was, taken it? Yeah, oh, mine okay. was quality time and words of affirmation. Oh, nice. but the same, bro. Like, yo, just tell me. That you appreciate me. That's like legit. Mm. I don't. I don't ask for it. You're a I great pro, bro. Huh? You're a great poet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's like, yeah. that's it. Like I, I'm a very vocal person. So like yeah. I'm very like I yeah. feel like I'm always telling someone how much I appreciate them. So sometimes I, I want that reciprocated. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I see no one mentioned um, acts of service. Oh yeah. Really yeah, that's that. I don't. <laughs> yeah, like you know what I'm saying? Like, you that know, might have been my third. I'm I N D P E N T, bro. Yeah, <laughs> I'm yeah. sorry. It's not the how to how to spell it. I got my oh, own. Oh, no, that one song. Uh, yeah, I was like, I thought you were doing the per- the personality letters, like E N T J. I'm like, uh, that's too many letters. Wait, Wad, what about yours? Mine were quality time, words of affirmation, physical touch, actually. Okay. Yeah. Like yeah, all close, close to each other? Touch. Very mm-hmm. close, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. But the part about, gift. yeah, mm-hmm. the part about receiving gifts, though, I've realized for me, it's not what the thing is. It's, it's the, the fact, fact that, that they, they thought it. about yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I used to collect keychains. Mm-hmm. So anytime somebody was going abroad or to another state, I'd be like, yo, if you have time, if you remember, please buy me a keychain from that state yeah. or from that country. And literally... Anytime somebody brought me back a keychain, it was the sweet. I'm Aww. like, you went on a whole vacation. You were having so much fun. Mm-hmm. You thought, dang, I got to buy one on a keychain. And you bought, you literally sat there, looked at all 30 keychains that were there. Mm-hmm. You picked the best one for, and you brought it all the way back. That's so beautiful. It's so sweet. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> I, I like that though. I like the act of someone just surprising you. It's yeah. Fun, but I don't, I never really think of it. Like, Same, yeah. I guess so it doesn't cute. really happen, though, for, um, me, for me, so. Keychains, G-Hogo getting a new track hawk. Same thing, right? 
<laughs> what? Jerobo the rapper? Yeah. What about it? His girl got him a $100,000 car. Oh, oh see, yeah. Keychain, same, same car, thing. same thing, right? Depends on the tax It's like, yeah, if, if someone does something that's their love language, yeah. like, like, okay, let's say you gave me words of affirmation, but mine was touching, and I'm just like, you know, like, I don't feel like they love me type yeah. thing. They like they don't feel the same. Big and miscommunication. That's, and that's oh, why that's like that's why you really gotta know. Otherwise you're mm-hmm. like eventually if they just keep doing it, they're like, Oh, I love when people tell me they love me. So I'm gonna mm-hmm. tell you I love you, but like that's not how you feel that you're loved. Right. And eventually things just like fall apart and that's 100%. how you can Yeah. That's how you can fall out of love. So basically communication is key. One hundred percent. You can't communicate. <clears throat> Oh wait, wait. Let's let's, let's let's just change that. It's not just no communication. It's um comprehension. Mm. comprehending what they're talking about because mm. you can just oh, talk communication though if you feel like your partner will not take the time to try to understand mm-hmm. what you're saying or to even take seriously what you're saying that's yeah. going to cause you to not communicate Conflict. with them anymore Correct. Like there's no point in me talking to you exactly go over your head. exactly yeah. it's going to tune out i'm going to go play mm-hmm. basketball <laughs> take my aggression out over there dang <laughs> what'd you say basketball again Somalia, <laughs> like, i'll never huh? understand that's fun. the thing is is we have a lot of pent-up issues Instead of going to therapy, we play basketball. <laughs> that is not the same thing. <laughs> no, because no, here's the thing though. No, honestly though, when you're playing basketball, like a lot of people, you know what I'm saying, for all the niggas that are listening, when you're playing basketball, you're sitting down, you know, let's say you just lost a game, you're sitting down waiting for the next game, mm-hmm. you with your brothers, you all out to each other. Okay, you, so you there's guys, a therapy so session. It's, yeah, it's like a therapy session. So you literally like, yo, bro, this this is what's going on, bro, da da da, and y'all talk about it. What if your advices are just wrong? No, they're usually wrong. <laughs> no, like, I'm not even going to, like, I would never, yo, sh- I love y'all, like, if I hoop with you, but I'm never taking any old advice serious. Oh, but okay. I'm going to listen, like, like I'm going to be. Maybe it's a nice venting session, you know? Mm, yeah, 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 sometimes you just want to yeah. get it out. Mm-hmm. And you, you, you know, when you're getting something out, you yourself are processing a solution for yourself. Yeah, that's why therapy is good. <laughs> Yeah, with a licensed therapist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now my nigga, I'm going to No. <laughs> Uh-uh. Especially financial situation. Never go to LA Fitness with financial situation. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why specifically? Right. Oh, because that's the gym you go to. No, I go to Lifetime, but it's just like LA. I feel like they just tell you like, "Yo, yo, you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to buy a car. Would you woo?" Should I buy it? It's automatically what's the type of car. It's not about how much the car costs. That's why they're at LA and not Lifetime or what? Oh, because they have a... I'm just kidding. I, I really wanted to make that joke. Damn. I'm just kidding, guys. I'm, it applies. <laughs> it applies. Almost at LA, but... <laughs> yeah, I got a question for you. Mm-hmm. This is a very heated heated topic. And you're... Yeah, don't smile. <laughs> I know exactly what you're going to say. Oh, no. Oh, no. Why, we, why would we bring it? Because I feel like it's something that has to be talked about. It, it doesn't. Do, it you do, know why? It because do. Mehed is the thing between you and your spouse. And, oh. that's, it. and that's on period. period. Yeah. So okay, if your I spouse agree. says you're 1,000 and then she says 10,000 and he disagrees, that's between y'all? That's, that's between, between y'all. That's what? it. No parents, no sheikh, nobody but God. Yo, I heard parents be on some fugazi sometimes, well, though. Because it's like, too. I heard some parents will literally try to, like, Stop the, the kid, the guy, the, during mm. the... Uh, okay. To I do was, what? I was there at one of them. To crazy. do what? To up the price. The girl there. No. He, like, the I've had dead? a father come up. Yeah. A girl's father come up to a guy. Yeah. And say, other. They're fun. Shan kun clear. And the guy was like, no, nah, I'm not I'm not going. And that's I could already see tensions a lot. Dang, that's crazy. On the day of the wedding, imagine. The day of the wedding. Because, like, you know, usually, usually it's like, if it's in private, you guys can talk back mm-hmm. and forth. But if it's in front of your family and his family, it's just like, it's like, yo, like, it's a like, test. Other, please, can you just sit down? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it's like, yo, like, it's almost like embarrassing. Like, yo, you can't afford it. 
Come on, it's now. not. Like, hey, yo, we checking your cojones, man. Dang. You know about it? And it's not even about the guy. It's about like the it's parents, about the father. It's yeah. about like over there to watch. Look how much she's worth. Like, mm. come on, bro. It's gross. I I personally would prefer um like I've seen a few nikahs where they don't mention the price like the mm-hmm. two because technically Islamically you only need if I'm remembering correctly two witnesses for a marriage period mm-hmm. so they have their two witnesses know what the amount is and then when they get to the big stage for the nikah they say the sheikh will say I marry you to this girl for an agreed upon amount do you accept and then he'll accept I'm oh, totally with that, Yo, that's that yeah. I love that I like that because honestly it should never be about anybody else yeah you know it's between mm-hmm. you and your spouse fifty thousand ridiculous. what do you <laughs> dude i was just about <laughs> to say that bro 50k i why, mean if you got it like, like if that. you got it yeah i'd be like by all means why, go request it I mean, don't don't cut me out <laughs> yeah. i've got something on my chest it was a joke why, it wasn't a joke because you had a whole spreadsheet <laughs> and so since it's on a spreadsheet i'm gonna take it serious okay she had a per a, capita, gu- a guide per capita guide <laughs> on if a guy is making a certain amount in income his mahar should be of this income. It's only logical. So it's like, it's only logical. Yeah. You mean I to tell <laughs> me if I go if I go with a man who makes millions of dollars, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm going to just sit here and request 10K? Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. A man <laughs> makes mil? millions. It's in my obligation to tell him, yo, I want 100K. I th- okay, yo, but I will, never, I will never yeah, marry this for money. But he yeah. makes millions. I would never huh? marry for money. The baseline, I think, is she can ask for whatever she wants. <laughs> <laughs> and if he agrees, then he agrees. What if he disagrees? Then Most that's between, that's, no, that's, that's the girl's decision. Like, mm-hmm. am I gonna, like, if the guy's saying, hey, I cannot afford $50,000, Mahat. I only make I only make 30. Yeah, subhanAllah. That's her, she has to decide this, uh, yeah, I'm gonna compromise. Either she has to decide, no, I want my 50K all or nothing, mm. or I'm willing because this guy is such a great guy and I do yeah. want to marry him, I'm willing to bring it down. That's exactly like Khaldan said. It's between the guy and exactly. the girl. The, I don't think there should be a broad, uh, what's it called, a brush stroke? Yeah. <laughs> if you make yeah, yeah. $10,000, it's $200. If you make $50,000, <laughs> First of all, you shouldn't $1, be $1, getting married if you only make 10K. Yeah, I mean, sister, Come love, on love Part-time <laughs> job at the college. <laughs> How are you going to live yeah. together? Who's yeah. going to pay the bills? Allah always provides. That's mm. true. He that's makes true. 10K, she makes 10K, 20K. That's nah, livable. Easy. <laughs> Maybe. Who said she works? That's, that's the size of security. Speak Ooh. on it. Who said, who said oh. he works? What if she's the one who makes 10K? Okay, well, then you can't do 10K to people, probably. Maybe. You guys can live at a parent's house. I if guess. you're okay with oh, that. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Let's make that normal. Moral of the story, it's literally between you and your mm-hmm. spouse. Yeah. Every, any decision you guys make, to be honest. That's true. Communication. Question. <laughs> Just be reasonable, please. Yeah. Question, though. Another one. This is mm. for everyone. Relationships prior to marriage. SubhanAllah. How do you feel about that? Um, I mean, there's, <laughs> there's gonna <laughs> be a time when you talk to somebody Doesn't and you're sound not like, Hold on. married like to gonna wake up married. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in a sense, no. But honestly, why, why risk having no buttock in your future mm. relationship by being mm. together prior to marriage? Why do that? I would love to give it, not really a counter argument, but something that one of our sheikhs that came from out of town said that literally blew our mind. Okay, so Hamza, when you say relationships before marriage, I assume you mean haram relationships. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I yeah. So like dating, yeah. you know, touching, being alone with each other, all that stuff. Yeah, may Allah protect all of us. I mean, I mean. so some it was at a convention, an all sisters convention. Mm-hmm. This uh, one of the girls in the audience asked the sheikha, sheikha, 
Is it true that if you had a haram relationship and then you get married, that your marriage has no barakah? Mm-hmm. And that is a that's a question I feel like is in the back of everyone's minds, especially yeah. like you, not to you know come at you in any type of way. No, I truly you even said, it. why would you why would you risk having no barakah in your marriage? Yeah, for what you did prior to your marriage, the Sheikha said, Subhanallah, what there is a hadith of the Prophet ﷺ that he said, follow up a good deed mm-hmm. with follow up a bad deed with a good deed it will wipe away the bad deed mm. okay so if you did you know god forbid zina you do you did all this stuff with and then you get married, you get married which is a good deed mm-hmm. with your intention being you know allah forgive us we're trying to make things right now mm-hmm. inshallah allah will forgive you for what you did and marriage okay. in and of itself is already a blessed beautiful thing so okay. you know marriage that's a nice w- point yeah. yeah so all of you guys in the haram relationship y'all got y'all just got it out married. y'all got it out right now okay? nah the key the key thing is intention though yeah, yeah. it has to be intentional right now y'all got it now why did you get to had that bit of the court as she seen like y'all call her and y'all kick it oh yeah and you was warned yeah <laughs> by for tea on it and also probably don't start it with the intention of like gonna do this to make up for this Probably. Yeah, that's like that's, that's, that's like saying I'm gonna kill. Ruined. You just ruined a lot of niggas. Like, <laughs> yeah. Bro, I, it's in my head. I gotta say it otherwise. Mm-hmm. Gotta warn the umma. Yeah, but like, <laughs> warn them. you can't. You can't just be like, okay, I'm gonna kill this dude. Then I'm gonna go make hajj because I'm forgiven, right? Dang. Like, doesn't really it's like work. That thing where people was always like, you know, like when someone. I'm not even gonna say it. <laughs> it's too hot. Yeah. No, you have to say it now. You guys haven't realized. We are honestly. I'm always the devil's advocate my views and takes on this podcast is sometimes not mine or of my own. <laughs> you have to have a disclaimer. I'm take that disclaimer. How did you guess that? This isn't me in real life, nor is it me. So um, what do you have a persona? No, these are your true yeah. thoughts. No, no, this is the persona. This is Hamza the truth. Okay. okay. I'm spitting facts. Hey, you know what I'm saying? Bars. And if they're not facts, then come back with the actual facts. And, and I will <laughs> go ahead and, and say I was wrong. And yeah. that's part of me being truthful. Good job. Okay. So the question that I have, is we not gonna talk about it? <laughs> you know, how's everybody? Doing? So you wasted everyone's time. <laughs> no, like, y'all got to listen to my beautiful voice. Yo, mm. by the way, a new podcast, a new video is gonna be dropping soon too. So share it, share it, share it. Um, yeah. yeah. So yeah, back to the point of of haram relations before marriage. Yeah. Um, it's obviously bad. You know, <laughs> 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 yeah. you know? <laughs> may Allah protect all of us. To be honest, because it's it's so easy, bro, to mm-hmm. fall into it. Like it's not even. You know, so iman la'an. like you can be full on Muslim and mm-hmm. just get fall into that mistake. Mm-hmm. It's completely like I don't want to say understandable, but it's we're human beings and we have faults and we have desires. So it in, like Correct. it's in our nature. So that's why you have to have like boundaries with people like it, don't feel weird to say, yo, I'm not going to shake up with you. You're a guy like just say salam from afar. You know, that's mm-hmm. not weird. Yes, it's people are going to be like, oh, that's you know, that's too formal and too like not in our talk about that how everyone thinks nowadays that someone just simply praying five times a day or does not wanting to shake shake with the other yeah with the other gender is just wow you're so religious bro Mm. one mashallah Oh, like you, I'm not trying to argue. Mad basic. I don't have yeah. Girls. yeah, girls, girls be catching feelings though. That's uh, some, um, some what? <laughs> yeah, no cap. Girls catch feelings? Excuse me, guys yeah. are the I'm original. Playing, you want to hug? Again, devil's advocate. You <laughs> want to? No, no, it's not even you want to say. Can I get a hug? Can, can I, I get a? Oh that's what it is. Can I get a hug, boy? Oh my gosh! But now that's just that's crazy to me. Allah, this society is just. They forgot what a shekh means, or what? Or they didn't know. Yeah, I mean, I mean, that's true. Should be basic. Yo, mm-hmm. um, last question. Hopefully, maybe if y'all have questions, it could be your last question. But my last question is: parents involved in couples when they're married, 
when is they're married? Huge, yeah, when they're married. Mm-hmm. Depends can on that, the level. Can that be an issue? Can that, is that a good thing? Because I've heard both. Mm-hmm. Uh, parents can be very helpful mm-hmm. with kids, support. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But I also heard that parents can also be very not helpful. Mm-hmm. In a sense, it's just like, yo. Like the evil stepmother can, type thing? Yeah, or like you, you can find your issues with your mother as a guy. Mm-hmm. And your mother automatically has a bias because you're her baby. Oh, I see. And she ends up hating or despising your wife. And even if y'all solve that issue, mm-hmm. your mother still has that in the back of her head. You know what I'm saying? Like, you never forget some of those things. And that can build and build and build. So how do you feel like when people are having issues, should they ever go to their parents mm-hmm. and stuff like that? Um, so involving a third party in general can have positive and negative things, right? So it's good sometimes when you're in the heat of the moment, you're both not thinking straight. A third party can give you clarity and can help you see things that you might not have otherwise seen. Mm-hmm. However, that third party depending on who they are, it can be bad because let's say, for example, I'm married and, I ha- and I'm having problems with my spouse and I go to my friend and I just vent to her. And usually, you know, we tell people the bad things that are happening. So yeah. I'm telling her, dang, he did this and this and this. I'm never going to her and saying, oh, he, he did this for me today. He's so sweet, you know. Mm-hmm. So usually she's always hearing the bad. So that's going to cause her to hate him. <laughs> Even if he rectifies the situation, apologizes, does whatever mm-hmm. he needs to do, she's always going to be thinking, damn, but he did this and this and this to her. Girlie, yeah. <laughs> so it can be it can be hard to involve the third party, but there's like older people in general have so much wisdom. Like they have s- like double, they're double our age, sometimes triple our age. Mm-hmm. And they've been through things and seen things that we haven't seen. So it is good to get advice from someone but it should always be like a neutral party. Like Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran, min ahlihi wa min ahliha. A, a judge between, from his family and ju- a judge between her fa- from her family. Mm-hmm. So that kind of shows like some, it has to be like, it's a neutral ground then because it's one person from his side, one person from her side. Okay. So it's n- more of a fair advantage. Like it's not one person that's supporting one over the other type of thing. So yes, it can be good when done in an appropriate way. You shouldn't have people that are always meddling into your relationship. But if problems do arise and you guys cannot solve it between yourselves, like how many people came to the Prophet and said, I'm having this and this problem with my spouse. It's okay to get advice from people, but they should be good, trustworthy people that will, you know, keep your affairs secret and, you know, in the family or whatever between them. And not hate them. Yeah, and and are going to judge with wisdom and with adalad between you guys. Like a marriage counselor. So again, (laughs) in five years, inshallah, or maybe ten, however long it takes you, and whenever you do, inshallah, get it, because we're all about ambition Mm -hmm. and goals and drive Mm -hmm. here on this Honesting podcast. Mm -hmm. Hey, man. She don't have her own practice. Hit her up. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I hope people don't have to come to me because then that means, well, actually, no, I was going to say then that means they're actually going through stuff. But I believe in premarital counseling. I was like, wait a minute. Yeah. How do you feel about premarital counseling? Oh, amazing. I cannot wait to do it. I think everyone should do premarital counseling. And it really is like, because you can sometimes be so infatuated with someone that you don't ask the real questions. Mm -hmm. You don't ask are we gonna how are we gonna are we are you gonna hit our kids are we gonna do are we gonna hit kids for discipline so who asks those questions during premier is it the counselor themselves that has a specific set of questions or how does it go i mean it depends you know i've i again newbie uh barely therapist no, <laughs> um, no, i mean like for some, you know, maybe you can ask that like between somebody I don't know. yeah between you can ask between each other but what i'm saying is 
you might not be aware that there are questions that you have to ask each other mm-hmm. before you get married. Sometimes people just get married without asking questions that are important that like mm-hmm. child rearing, finances, um, how, how, like you mentioned before, how um, involved will the in-laws be in our relationship? That's the type of stuff you have to talk about. So sometimes like having a third neutral party to, to walk you through all of these things will be very beneficial so i think everyone should do premarital therapy and therapy is also i take it back not just for people that are going through stuff sometimes you you know to keep maybe you're doing so well and you're mm-hmm. trying to figure out wow i'm doing so well what can i keep doing and what guidance can i get to keep doing so well you know where can oh, someone uh, get premarital counseling um at the moment yeah oh, like yeah, i actually true. don't i'm sure yeah true. marriage and family there are a lot of marriage and family therapists in the, in the twin cities and so they're on um there's a website called psychology today where a lot of therapists are on on there and they list their specialties mm. so you can look through and see who does somali marriage and there's a lot of somali counselors but no counselor therapist interchangeable okay. so there's like there's uh, many somali like counselors psychologists that would do kind of one-on-one um therapy but from my knowledge there's only one somali girl that's a marriage and family therapist i could be wrong because obviously i'm new to the field yeah i'm new to the field and there could be more um but i only know of one somali girl that does specifically marriage and family therapy wow this podcast like love is a muscle (laughs) and the head is between y'all Mm-hmm. Do Love, some marriage counseling. Uh, do some marriage counseling. Premarital. Premarital. And if you ever have issues for Tiana in 10 years, you know what I'm saying? Inshallah. Inshallah. Um, and what I'm going to say is, yo, before we end this, is, yo, write down what you want to talk about. Mm-hmm. Do what you want to do. Write down your goals for this week. If it's five push ups, do your five push ups. If it's five lines of poetry, do your five lines of poetry. If it's your five lines of code because you want to be a computer scientist, bro, come on, right? Brother, brother, ain't Graduating, please complete an assignment. Hey, one assignment. <laughs> hey, it takes one assignment to do. Right. Then you add two, you know what I'm saying? Then mm-hmm. when you do two, you're going to be at three. Then when you yeah. add three, you're going to be at four. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you see how it keeps going? It just keeps <laughs> on going. I'll be waiting one more time. If it's at four and you do it, you're going to be at five. five. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, hey, Hammer Man, take us away because, you know. No, we got to give a shout out. Shout out to who? Because we do, you know, we're trying to sponsor our oh fellow yeah, black-owned businesses. Oh, yo, so the shout-out, Molly, yo, the phone is wrong right now. Oh. Hold up. Hold <laughs> this is a, wait, let me let me give this a preset of it. So these, these, this is an amazing brand. Okay. Fantastic. Tell them why we're trying to give shout-outs now. Yo, so the reason we're trying to do shout-outs is for the simple fact of we're trying to help black-owned businesses. We're done with, we're done constantly shopping at, at places where our money doesn't come back into the community. Mm-hmm. When we... When we put money into a black-owned business or, like, especially, like, these up-and-coming Somali people that are our age, it goes to their table, their food, their parents are eating, you know? And if they make it out, inshallah, we as a community make it out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, um, and that's also, yo, that's going to be talking about one of the poems that we're dropping, inshallah, soon. Soon it's about helping each other out before helping someone that will never come back to the community. So, like, in a sense, we got Nike. Nike, you you buy a brand new track tracksuit, mm-hmm. eighty dollars, mm-hmm. looks fresh just because it has a tra- a check. Mm-hmm. Just, just for the, just just for the shirt, a check mark. That's it. A switch, eighty dollars, <laughs> right? Okay. You put money into that. You pay for it. The CEO is somewhere in Hawaii. Mm. You building his dreams and his ambitions. I, you know, I, you can catch me wearing Nike. Sometimes it's fresh, but I know when I buy something from, let's say, a kid named. 
Sharif here that does the app, the app shirts. Mm-hmm. If I buy a shirt from him, I know that his family's eating. I feel good about myself, right? Mm-hmm. And I know that if we, as a society, help each other out, we're all going to come up. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing is, is during, this is something crazy that I just found out. The best time black-owned businesses were their most fruitful and profitable was during segregation. Mm-hmm. And that's when the communities were actually pretty, like, pretty amazing and people were coming up simply because black people were forced to buy from themselves because they couldn't buy from these white wow. white owned companies but the moment redlining and such got cut out and people could move where they wanted a lot of the affluent and the more rich african americans moved over to rich neighborhoods mm-hmm. their money was going into those rich avenues mm-hmm. and those rich streets those streets were getting richer while the poor people who couldn't you know i mean afford to buy such things at their own places weren't able to you know grow and the streets just got more and more ghetto Mm -hmm. so i feel like as somali our parents are very good at buying somali merchandise Mm -hmm. that's true and i feel like that's why mashallah like a lot of us are blessed especially our family Mm -hmm. a lot of other families that we're not in we're not struggling as hard as we could have been struggling Mm -hmm. because our parents are getting supported by their friends and they're supporting their friends I feel like our generation is sort of losing that touch mm. and we're taking whatever money we do have out of the community. So I feel like, yo, we as a generation have, have a moral obligation to come back and support our people, mm-hmm. support who, what they're doing, build their dreams, hopefully so they can help in yeah. return build our own dreams. That's beautiful. And so during this podcast, every week or so, well, every week, inshallah, when we do a podcast, we're going to be supporting a one or two amazing beautiful brands mm-hmm. hold on if you want to go ahead and give these specific because i feel like yo this is close close to home to you i mean technically okay this this is um african beauty and it's a a pop-up shop here in minneapolis how you by spell it because it's I can't honestly spell. i'll just we'll link the ig <laughs> in the description okay yeah straight up so they are a little boutique that sells um hijabs and lashes and even durags for the men so Give him a, you know. Hey, wave. If your waves is not spinning, support. brother, go ahead. <laughs> African beauty, right? Yeah, African beauty. Beauty, brother. Yeah. And, yo, I'm going to be honest with you. I need to do that because, you know what I'm saying, my ways, my ways are sweet. And, yo, one more thing. Stop asking for discounts. You don't go to, you don't go haggle. Yeah. Nike. You pay full you price. You know what I'm saying? You pay full price and you, and you, wow, fine. Like, you make that shit. You make it amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, yo, yo, I just spent 280 on some jeans because, you know wow, what I'm saying? I yeah. came up. But the moment your brother's like, yo. Buy this sweater for me. It's forty. You be like, yo, uh, I, bro, then. I got so twenty. I'm gonna no. give you a shout out on Twitter. Dang. Like you, either way, you was going. You know what I mean? You paid eighty for that sweater yeah. from Nike, and you still posted it on Twitter. That's you know true. what I mean? Yeah. So stop haggling, bro. Come on. I know you could afford the forty. You gonna feel good about yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, you gonna help someone in not in need, but still someone. Someone's trying community. to come up. Yeah. yeah Support the community. Trying to come up. So yep. Would you got something to say? Why? No, yeah, just supporting. That's it's a beautiful sentiment. Supporting the community. And yeah, when you become, you know, what I'm saying, inshallah, if we still doing this podcast, <laughs> send, send you that clientele. Sincerely, honest, we don't know if we're gonna be there for ten years from now. Inshallah, you but inshallah, will be if we are, booming. yo, the moment, the moment, you know, what I'm saying, you open your practice, yo, I'll, I'll you be know. your next sponsor. Hey, yo, what do you? What would you call it though? Because we we hear about dreams and ambitions. Here. I know. So we so we gotta see it. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, I I don't know, like some sort of like put a picture to it. Makes it much easier. Tranquil, tranquility center Ooh. or something Ooh. like I don't know. Ooh, <laughs> tranquility center. Literally yo. just thought of that right because now. Look, look, because hopefully Write it down. in 10 years, mm-hmm. you're going to be able to go, let me hear the Love is a Muscle podcast. What yeah. was we talking about? 
yo, time out. Tranquility. Okay. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So hopefully this is a, inshallah. Inshallah when you when you do become or you know what I'm saying, ten years, fifteen, thirty. Yeah, however it long doesn't it matter takes. Yeah. Because you still gonna be working towards it. Mm-hmm. So inshallah. We respect. How you got something to say? I got nothing to say except it's been another honesting hour. And although this hour is up, try try to keep it more honest throughout the day as well. <laughs> Yo, don't cap. Stop all the cap stars, nigga. Stop capping. Stop capping. I don't like them.